Now, looking back this 20 years, uh, what do you think has been the, the biggest achievement in Nunavut? I think the biggest achievement is that the fact that uh, the current, uh, our current governments have, uh, they're closer to the people now and they're more responsive to the people's uh, wants and needs than back when it was NWT and the government seemed like it was uh, so far away from the people. So, uh, in terms of this last 20 years, um, in tr like uh, the biggest achievements in governance and other things, what are some some of the things that st uh, stick out for you? Right. Well, we have our uh, Inuit Language Protection Act, and we have uh, any of our laws and legislation or policies have to align with Inuit society values. The number of Inuit working for the government has uh, pretty well doubled in terms of numbers, and that uh, we've built about, uh, I think it's 1,900 public housing units since then to house more people. The, we can't meet the needs of the housing. We're still we're still short of what we we're, what we need, but we've built a lot of houses, and I think the 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 closest one is that uh, we're more more of more of people's government and more responsive to the Inuit than uh, than uh, back when it was the NWT days. Do you think people feel more secure about their Inuit identity and about their future? Uh, you know, bringing up their children, uh, uh, preserving the language and culture, uh, building on that. I think they do, but just to address one thing that. Uh, the 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 new Inuit language and their cultural a big component has that has to be taken by the family like if you, if you're your parents your grandparents your uncles it's your duty and your responsibility to pass on your language and your cultural and your the Inuit skills onto the younger generations there the government is involved in it in a way but uh, in my opinion there. Uh, we as parents, as grandparents, as uncles and aunts, uh, we have to speak more institute to our kids and grandkids and teach them the culture that we cherish. Hmm. Do you think it becomes more difficult uh, with things like, uh, you know, ch uh, kids uh, spending more time, uh, you know, on the internet where pretty much everything is in English and uh, you know, video games instead of going out and doing like traditional activities that they used to, that, that the uh, language is intimately tied to? I think it's more of a challenge in some areas, in some communities, but in the smaller communities and like where I'm from, uh, there's no worry about uh, Inuktitut language being uh, lessened now. There's uh, it's still spoken uh, by everybody at home, and the culture is still very strong. So in some of the communities, it might be an issue, but in most communities, I think it's it's not. But it's definitely a challenge in terms of, like you said, all the social media is uh, predominantly in English. The television is uh, predominantly in English. So there are a lot more uh, exposed to the, to the English than there are to YouTube. Now, looking forward the next 20 years, uh, what do you what do you th hope uh, Nunavut will achieve? 
I think the dealing with future is, is good and it's bright. And uh, some of the reasons are the fact that the Inuit employment in government has gone up and we're working harder to get more Inuit working for the government. And one other thing that uh, we, had, we didn't have 20 years ago in Inuit was uh, mines. And we have four operating mines right now and their Inuit employment is, is going up. And mining brings good high-paying jobs. There's more Inuit graduating. There's more Inuit going on to further the secondary or uh, university education or college education or going to the trade. So the Inuit uh, in Nunavut are getting more and more uh, educated and trained, and which entails uh, getting um, a job or better jobs in the future. Now, um, you talked about the lack of uh, housing. I mean, the infrastructure is a big challenge for Nunavut. Uh, uh, it, it still doesn't have uh, a single uh, uh, deep water port uh, that could, you know, work uh, to help bring in uh, supplies from the south. Uh, um, you know, m all of the communities are still uh, in, you know, winter months. These are only flying communities. Uh, the, the internet, the communications. Uh, how do you see these challenges being addressed? Well, there's uh, <coughs> one deep sea port being, <coughs> sorry, being uh, constructed here in Nakalit, and that is scheduled to be completed by uh, this fall of 2019. And every meeting I've gone to the federal ministers or when I've had the opportunity to do speak with the prime minister, I've always stated that here in Nunavut we're so far behind in infrastructure that we're not even at the start line that Canada has to do some nation building, whether it be building ports, building roads into Nunavut, uh, fiber optics into Nunavut, or upgrading the runways. So we just need to be... Uh, caught up more with the rest of Canada because the services that are taken for granted in southern Canada, they're just not here Like in terms of what services are, that are available and the cost to provide the services within Nunavut. When you're talking to people south um, in southern Canada and in, in our case this would be also people outside of Canada, um, what do you want them to understand the most about Nunavut? What is the thing that you think people outside of Nunavut just don't get it? Well, I think first and foremost that uh, we're up here. It's not just a big wilderness here. We have 25 communities. We're proud Canadians and we're resilient and we adapt to climate change that's happening here. And we just want to be... Uh, treated as equals within Canada. Like our cost of living is really, really high here, and food insecurity is a big issue, and it's not going away. We have severe lack of housing here. We need uh, between 3,000 and 3,300 units right now, houses, and we're being funded just for to build 83 new houses in the next fiscal year, 2019-2020. So. My biggest message would be we're here and we're part of Canada and we would like the services that are offered to all other Canadians to be available for us up here. Mm. 
Thank you very much. I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me. You too, and, and you have a good day. Thank you, and happy, um, I guess, Nunavut, well, Nunavut Day is July, but uh, happy anniversary. <laughs> All right, you too. It's, thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye.